All right, Frankie. Let me see. All right, bring us in, man. What's up, guys? Uh, Frankie Chinook again with another episode of No Father, No Problem. How's it going, bro? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Trying to uh, try to deal with this freaking heat, man. Yeah. The heat and the humidity. Insane, you know, dude. I, I think uh, the humidity is what takes it over the top. It's fucking, you're sticky and it, it the, sucks. The breathing, bro, that's what gets me. I've been walking my bike out to the driveway like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do that too? <laughs> I get home from work, I sit down, and, I, and I've been trying to not watch TV. Yeah. A couple things I'm trying not to do. I go, no TV, uh, stay off the phone as much as you can, and um, no drinking beer during the week. Yeah. And then I'm sitting there and I go, okay, cool. I think of a game plan. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to do this and this. I walk outside. The fucking heat hits me. And I go, now I remember why I'm inside the house. <laughs> I make it to the fucking front yard. Come right back and sit down. And, and I actually started reading again. Because yeah, nice. if I'm not watching TV, there's some books I got to finish. But, man, I resorted to fucking doing that. Dude, this heat waves, it's crazy. You know, like, I work out of my garage. Mm. I haven't worked out since, like, Friday, you know? <laughs> you know what, though? Uh, during the heat, I, I asked what I used to enjoy working out the most. When I used, we used to ride, I used yes. to like hot days because I feel like you get the most out of it. Yes. You, you The more you sweat, the more you get that junk out of your system. And, and I used to love riding in the heat, you know, when we used to ride. Yeah, your pores float like a mother, man, when oh. you're in the heat and then you're overexerting yourself. Yeah. It's a good mix, but it's just crazy hot, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, like, uh, not only do I walk my bike to the driveway and then, yeah, I go back. <laughs> I, I'm waiting for at nighttime for a nice, comfortable, like, temperature. Open up the garage like a foot off the floor with a fan. And then all of a sudden, you know what? It's 11 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll do it tomorrow morning early. Yeah, I don't know, you know. I just been on a bad roll, man. Like I haven't worked out. When the temperature is suitable, it's you get sleepy because it's fucking that late, right? Hey, yes. Hey, how are you doing? You sound better. You're you're fucking more alive. Dude, uh, well, well, the sharp uh, mental sharpness and uh, and, and peppiness. <laughs> uh, dude, coffee started tasting good again, bro. <laughs> I don't know where those words come from, man. Anyways. <laughs> Go ahead, Brother Goose. Uh, shit, man. <laughs> I just lost some street cred right there. Hey. A lot. Of hey, what's crack looking? <laughs> He's for she's Simon Timon. Whatever, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, dude, coffee started tasting good again. Yeah. So, right now, like, well, I mean, this is my first cup of the afternoon, but in the morning, I, like, two cups. Mm -hmm. And because of the heat, I'm trying to uh, lay off of it. Yeah. Like, before, I would drink it all day. Yeah. But, yeah, man, uh... Coffee is fucking awesome again, you know? <laughs> yeah, like I was you, I, I, I'm not drinking during uh, the week right now. I'm trying to make a couple of changes. And you know, let, me, let me tell you, you know what? Uh, um, I don't know what we mentioned in the past. I'm like, you know what? We're getting to a point where the kids are moving out. I don't got to yes. worry about them no more. And I'm thinking, I got to make changes to my life. You know, I got to start thinking differently. I got to start preparing for the rest of my life, you know? And I was always thinking about changing my job, doing something different. And I realized, I go, my job is not what holds me back from what I'm doing. It's what I do the other fucking uh, 20 hours of the fucking day, you know? Yeah. And, and, and if I'm not thinking about having a beer, I'm having a beer. If I'm not watching TV or on the phone or trying to reply or post shit, you know, to stay relevant on Instagram, um, I'm, those are the things. And I'm trying to change my job, trying to do something different at work. If I go and work somebody else, I'm still going to put the same effort I do into it now. So it's still going to consume me the way it does. Yes. So it's like, that's not what's holding me back. It's those other three things. If, if I would have so much fucking free time, if I didn't watch TV, if I wasn't thinking of drinking a beer or, drink, or, be, or drinking a yeah. beer, man, that would feel so much free time. And that fucking scared the shit out of me. It scared me. And I'm like, well, what the fuck else am I going to do, man? I... Fuck, I, I, I did not know what I was going to do, so... Uh, uh, you could always golf with me, but... And I just, <laughs> yeah, that'd be like a last resort, dude. I just... You, you know what, Frank? I do not find golf fun. Yeah. And, and if I'm going to spend that much time, if I'm going to spend that much time, it's got to be cycling because i got to get back into shape. And I don't see golfing as, you know... Oh, yes. Maybe if I walk all 18 holes, you know, that's going to help out, but, you know, it's going to... Yeah, uh, uh, soon, soon. The shit soon. Let me get a little older and wiser and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, so, um, 
So what was, what was I saying? How did I get to that? The, uh, get, finding a better routine for your day to be healthier and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so um, now I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to do that. Like, right now, I'm not, usually I'm drinking a beer whenever we record this. Yes. I got home and I look at the coffee pot. There's still coffee from this morning and I go... I wonder if that's still good. <laughs> I, I threw it, I threw, I threw that cold coffee in a cup with some creamer, threw some ice cubes in there and mixed it up. Yes. Man, it wasn't bad. It was good. not bad. I thought, it, I thought it was gonna be all sour shit. Man, like, oh, this stands up to like McDonald's coffee, yes. you know what I mean? Like McDonald's at 2 a.m. kind of thing. I fucking drank that and I go, all right, I'm gonna have some coffee and, and see how I sound uh, alert on coffee as opposed yeah. to drinking <laughs> beer and shit, you know? So, I forgot how we got into this, dude. That's cool. Uh, just, uh, you know, the, the way you're holding up and making changes, man, or at least trying to make changes, you know, because uh, fucking weather and health <laughs> from oh, yeah. bike riding and turning around and shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, I really want to get back on that bike, and I would've, we would have gone back on this weekend, but this fucking fire and the weather and everything else is, is, is fucking it up, man. It's ugly out there right now, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, dude, I, I, I've been staying in my house. I, I, this is the first time I leave my house, you know, since the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know what? There's no, there's nowhere to go. I, I go to work, and uh, from work, come home, and there's really, there's nowhere else to freaking go right now. You, you know, we can't go out to eat. All the restaurants are closed. You need to go to the market. The market's cool, you know, hang out by the freezer section, but <laughs> what else do you do? And then the wife shops on the weekend. She, you know, she shops during the week, like on a Monday. Yeah. So she hates going on the weekend. She hates the crowds. Oh, madness. So man. she gets that out of the way, like on a Monday and stuff. So she goes without me. So I, there's really freaking very little reasons to leave the house. Yes. It's crazy, man. So it's, a, it's another, another way there's this pandemic, lockdown, social distancing thing mm-hmm. is forcing you to pivot, you know? And plus you had the, the empty nesting and all that, you know? And age kicking in more. It, that's been that's been a real big uh, big change, you know, the, the empty nesting and uh, all, like, all, everything you just mentioned right now. Yes. And it's, not that it's taking its toll on me because I'm being a little bitch about it, dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> I should be like fucking happy as shit, but the only thing is that I don't know what to do. I don't know how to transition. And that's fear. That's fear in me. Like, fuck, what am I going to do? A couple of weeks ago, man, I, I really enjoyed martinis. I enjoyed them way too much where it scared me. It fucking scares me to know how much I like drinking a fucking martini. Yeah. Because I've always told myself, I go, yeah, I'll be fine. I'm a drinker. I'll be fine. I just drink beer. You know what I mean? O- only the people that, hard, that drink hard liquor are the ones that die, right? Yeah. <laughs> Three weeks ago, I'm fucking drinking martinis, taking shots. And like, I'll live forever, motherfuckers. <laughs> you know? What's that, my name? Yeah. That fucking worried me, you know? And, and, and it's, it, 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 it scares you because you find out people your age are getting sick, dying. Like yes. the, the worst one, dude, oh, I, I would hate to get diabetes yes. because I feel I would lose my whole identity. I would lose my whole identity. My identity. Yeah, Shazak doesn't drink. He doesn't eat shit. And, you know, those are some of the things that I love doing the, the, the you know, the most. Uh, you, that, know, you know what sucks? Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Go for it, Growing up in the hood, it was, it, was, it was drugs and gang violence that, that was burying people. Yeah. Right now in our age group, is diabetes, bro. Yeah. Like people lose legs and then die, you know. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, or comp- those say complications with diabetes, but our age, they're, they're like kicking the bucket, bro, you know? And, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, not knowing 20 years ago, not knowing what, you know, good eating habits were, you know, and none of that. You were just talking about our, our age group. I was, uh, I was looking at uh, the app where we um, published uh, the podcast, and I was looking at our uh, demographics. Yes. And uh, we, uh, we're, most of our numbers are from like 30, like 37 to 45 or something. <laughs> so I was like, I'm like, holy, holy shit, man. You know, so like you're, you're 18 years old, you're not listening to this. And, and it makes sense. People our age are listening, listening to us because they relate to us, you know. And that makes sense. So I was thinking, I go, well, we, we just got to keep being ourselves keep fucking talking about what impacts us on a daily because if, if you're fucking uh, falling apart from your operation I'm fucking fighting with alcoholism and I'm trying to figure out what to do with this empty nest and, and, yeah. and, and, and you know all that 
people are fucking at home fucking listening like, man, man, those martinis are fucking delicious, you know what I mean? <laughs> or, or I just lost yeah. a leg, you know what I mean? They're, they're dealing with, with this stuff, you know? Or, so so I think we got to know who our fucking demographics are <laughs> so that, you know. So so if we ever get sponsors, you know, they're going to be like Viagra commercials and stool softener and... Compression sh- socks. <laughs> Compress- yeah, right? Yeah, anybody getting so... Uh- <laughs> Sony legs, man, go see a doctor, fuckers. <laughs> and, but you know what? Uh, I know I made a joke about it, but I already went and had some arteries cleaned up on one of my legs, you know? Yeah, but you, because yours had, you had varicose veins, right? Yes. Nothing to do with diabetes. No, but, but still, it just, you know, I just, it seems like every time I would stop working out, uh-huh. that's when my legs would swell up. Uh-huh. Like, a little bit on one, a whole lot on the one where I had my varicose veins, like, swollen, like. Yeah, yeah. Shiny, you know, like like I just put some baby oil on that mother, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I, I took care of it, and and uh, I don't know. A lot of people don't like to go to the doctor, but you can avoid a lot of shade if you go to the doctor, you know. I mean, it sucks because it t- a lot of the time you shade don't want to hear, but uh, that way you can consider it like, do can I fix this? Do I want to fix this? And at least it'll be your choice, you know. Yeah. Anything happens, it'll be your choice, you know. <laughs> Those are the fucking natives that are no, no. I don't want to go to the doctor, but then they change their oil every four thousand miles on the dot. Yes. They, 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 I change my, I change the timing chain at one twenty, uh, and you know they follow the book when it comes to the car. Their car's gonna outlive them. You know what I mean, <laughs> right? You know what? Yeah. Pay as much attention to mm. you as you do to your fucking Honda. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yeah. Or, or or it's like they're so so pride. I got half a million miles. <laughs> I kept up with everything, you know? Yeah, right. Like, dude, you're not going to make it. <laughs> like, bro, so, hey, that's the kind of shit we face, man. So <laughs> at, at our age. Yes, our, for our age group, man. And yeah. uh, crazy, man. You know what, man? I'm down to two little ones, and my house already quiet as hell, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, you, you just got two now, right? Yes. In the past, you had visitors and I don't want to say squatters. You know, well, <laughs> maybe a couple of squatters here and there. You know, oh, you've had visitors yeah. and just people, you know, staying there for a little bit. So right now there's just four people living in your house. Four people. All right, all right, that's good, dude. Pretty cool, man. I love the quiet, but sometimes you're like, man, <laughs> I, uh, I want, I need somebody to go yell at. Him. <laughs> My son that moved out, he was always a uh, uh, gaming in the uh, online. Uh-huh. So he put on his headset and he's like, motherfucker, I'm gonna get you. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I go in there, I think he's fighting somebody, you know? And he's yelling at his... being robbed. Yeah, he's yelling at his computer screen. And, and I'm like, hey, man, settle down, bro, you know? So it was it was part of the, the, the weekly norm. You know, two, three times a week, go in there and, and yell at him, bro, keep it down, you know? Maybe that's how he moved. <laughs> like, what the hell's your problem, you know? Dude, I was, uh, I was in my bedroom today uh, uh, looking at a video on my phone, right? Yeah. I said I wasn't going to be on my phone as much. I wasn't watching TV, I was looking at a video. And um, we get the video, and all of a sudden, the audio cuts out. And I'm like, I turn it up, no audio. And then my daughter, my daughter yells, hey, Dad, get off the Bluetooth to the speaker. <laughs> because we can hear what you're watching. And I'm like, oh, thank God I was watching this. <laughs> oh, thank God it wasn't something else. Yeah. Imagine that shit, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, man, I'm fucking... I was going to kill myself. I go, no, nah, it'd be easier to just kill everybody in the house. You know yeah. what I mean? You never be able to see your kids in the eye again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, so I was like, oh, shit. That's a lot of yours, man. Hey, hey, hey so a uh, little advice, because now we know who's listening to us with demographics. Yes. Whenever you watch something inappropriate on your phone, make sure you go and you turn off your Bluetooth because you don't know where your Bluetooth is connected to and someone's gonna turn on a speaker and all of a sudden whatever you're watching, they're gonna fucking turn. listen. So yes. be very, very careful with that. FYI, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, that was Dude. a fucking susto, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, my wife and I, you know, we have the garage speaker, the speaker we put in the backyard and all that, and it's, it's always the same thing between both of us. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden, like, like as soon as I, I don't get no volume, I know I'm hooked up to something, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, then she comes, you know, like, turn it off, on, 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 uh, turn off your Bluetooth or vice versa, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, if anything, <laughs> we were watching inappropriate videos, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when my white neighbors moved in, the, the bodybuilders, they, uh, they moved in, they just got their entertainment center, and they had a sound bar. And whenever I go to Bluetooth, I would pick up that sound bar. And I would click on it, and it would let me connect. 
And so, you know, they're they're white. So let me go find a Vicente song. And I fucking <laughs> play that as loud as I could. And, and I'd be trying to listen to it, you know, see if, you know, they could hear it. E- every morning I would go. It was on there. It would allow me on there. Vicente. Every, until they locked me out or something. Yeah. And I'm like, let me wake these fuckers up with some Vicente Fernandez. Huh? I, that went on for, for quite a bit. <laughs> oh, man. Would you ever tell them? Uh, you know what? That would be funny as hell, I, man. I don't talk to them that well. Uh, it, it's just a just a hello goodbye, uh, and, uh, yeah. but you know what though? I think that has a lot to do with. Well, I don't want to say me. I think he might be the way I am. You know, kind of keep to ourselves kind of guy when it comes to neighbors. My my uh, my son-in-law, Naeli's uh, boyfriend. He's very outgoing, very talkative. So he's over there fucking making best friends with them, you know. And and, yeah. he, and I've known him longer, you know. <laughs> so you know, it kind of might be me, or you know, it might be both of us. So. Uh, you know, so no, I haven't told them yet. Yeah, a few times uh, when I when I get here, the dude's outside washing one of the cars. Yeah, and I go, hey, how's it going? You know, and like, hey, and yeah, that's and it. You know, that's, and a, that's about it. And, and you know what? When it comes to neighbors, they live for me. They live too close to get comfortable with them because the minute something goes wrong, the minute you guys get into a disagreement, he still lives fucking right next to you. So I would rather have all these relationships with people be very shallow, you know. Very casual. Very high and by, and that's mm-hmm. it. That way, you know, I don't want to know anything about you so that, you know, I don't want to find out you're a Trump supporter, and all of a sudden, <laughs> we're looking at each other really funny, you know. The only guy I talk to is Tito across the street, and he's, you know, he's like 80-something years old, and I, I respect him to where I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't push his buttons. If, you know, he did something he'll set me, you know. I, I, you know, bullshitting with them drinking beers with them. He said a couple of things I didn't like, you know, but you're for eight years old, man. You can say whatever the fuck you yeah. want. You know, you've earned that right, you know? <laughs> yes. So, but uh, these other neighbors, you know, they say some fucking, you know, shit. And I, I might have to fucking throw some more Vicente <laughs> on your fucking Bluetooth speaker, you know? Hook up to their car, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do something. Crazy, bro. What do you got, Frankie? Uh, no, I, I was looking through this, uh, through this fucking. It's light. It's fucking dark in here, bro. Oh, man. She got the heat I know. <laughs> Hey, bro, I was looking through this uh, travel stuff because of, we're debating on going on vacation on next July. And uh, because, uh, only because... Uh, the prices are dirt cheap right now? The prices are good. Yeah. But uh, I'm always iffy because, like, what if this thing doesn't get cleared up and it's Mexico, you know? Wow. But anyways, I, I ran up onto this shit that they're printing out a new, uh, a new travel green book, you know? Like a new version of it. It's called the ABC travel green book which is insane like is that for the states or is that uh it's, it's supposed to be for the world okay and, and and they lined it up i mean i never read the the original uh, green travel book like uh-huh. i just i saw the movie and i read about it uh-huh. but uh, this one's supposed to have like some positive shit like if you go to the city avoid these areas but there's also some historical landmarks over here <laughs> yeah so i still have both sides of the coin but still it's crazy that 2020 a green book has to be printed you know well, it doesn't. Okay, it doesn't surprise me because a lot. Uh, you're, I think you're looking at it from an angle of racism because that's what the Green was, was yes, about, right? Totally. A, a lot of this could be differences in money. You know, you go to a place where people are starving and you walk in with the Rolex. They're not gonna kill you because you're black. They're gonna kill you because you got a fucking big ass watch on you. <laughs> so that Green Book could apply to that as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the Green Book to keep you out of areas where you shouldn't be. You'd be in danger, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I, I think a lot of it has to do do with that. Because, what? like, when we're talking about traveling to Mexico, we're talking about the, the, the pandemic that's going on, the recession that's going to come up. The recession hasn't hit, we talked about that, we're still waiting for that to come up. But when the recession hits, and we're fucking having a hard time, Mexico hits, they feel it ten times worse. Because there's no tourists going down there yes. and whatnot. Uh, the recession already started uh, tiptoeing in. Yeah. Because people are getting their catalytic converters stolen, shit stolen from their yards. Like easy stuff right now. Yeah, yeah. Easy that the no danger involved. The low hanging fruit crime. Yeah, yeah, yes. No homicides yet. Yeah, yeah. But those are signs that people are in need to be that desperate to cut somebody's fucking catalytic, catalytic converter. converter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So and those little things, you know. So it's just starting. Yeah, because they just cut people's uh, extra unemployment now. They just cut yes. that extra money out 
and then they can't go back to their job. So they're starting to feel it. So that's that recession kicking in. Yes. And if over here they're cutting catalytic converters and, and fucking stealing shit from your front yard, when you go to fucking is Mexico a third world country? Uh, yes, money wise it is. Yeah. So you go to you go to Mexico, and they feel it really bad over there. They're gonna do more than cut a catalytic converter. They're gonna like fucking cut a fucking leg or a limb or something. You know what I mean? Cut your kidney off. <laughs> yeah, sell it on fucking market. You know what I mean? It's not funny, but they do. No, you don't know. I agree. You know, you, you drink a margarita, you wake up in a bathtub full of ice. Yes. And you got some fucking stitches. That look if you're lucky, you know. Yeah. Hey, I'll look in there. I go, they left my liver. Huh? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> or or uh, suckers, they took my liver. <laughs> right. Suckers, then. Be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for a guy that just got cirrhosis of the liver. <laughs> he has my liver. Hey. hey, so everybody that was traveling abroad. If you go to a bar and a chick that's way out of your leg is hitting, your leg is hitting on you, it's fucking red flag, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? When, when we travel out there, uh, you, we like going to places that we're familiar with, where we know people, and uh, where uh, they give you all your drinks in a bottle. You know what I mean? I don't know. Don't worry. I'll, you, you open I, it. I'll open it myself, yes. you know? So, um, so yeah, they're going to start, they're going to feel the recession. They're gonna feel the recession really bad, so it's gonna get you know it's gonna get bad. So so that that green book might be for places like that, you know. Well, uh, um, you know, I've never been to Jamaica, but I heard uh, who who was uh, some comic. He goes, I've been to Jamaica, and you land on a, you land on a plane, they pick you up in a van, and the van ride from the the airport to the resort, you know, it's fucking terrible, man. People are starving in the street. People, you know, it's terrible. Yeah. Then when you get to the fucking, the resort, it's fucking beautiful, you know? So those fucking people there, you know? Don't go there, you know? Stay <laughs> stay in the resort, you know? Stay where people know where you... Stay in your lane, you know? Exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I get there's a Green Book. Do you think that Green Book was based on racism or just... Um, it will, what do you call it? It's, the it's, difference in money. There's a racism and... What's the name for that? Income levels? Uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah. I just think the original green books for one, for to avoid either racist places or places where they do not accept people, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't call something else a green book if it's not similarities to the first one, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that at least that's what I think, but still like twenty twenty, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, back then that shit was accepted. That was you know just it was it was normal because the hotel said. We're not accepting you, so that was the the, the norm, you know. Yeah. So uh, it's just cra- to I, me that you shocked want, the shit you, out you want to hope it's not. Yeah, you fucking yeah, you cross your fingers and yeah. fuck, man. But but frankly, the the truth be told, there's still places you know they could write a legit green book based on racism, and the recommendations of where they don't want you to go are legit. You yeah. know, you know this place is out Alabama, Mississippi. Where us, colored, should not be at ten o'clock at night in a bar, <laughs> right? Uh, and I believe it. Um, the the last time uh, I was in like close to the East Coast, mm-hmm. I was in Indianapolis, and my cousin Danny and I decided to start driving around. So we drove all the way to uh, Cincinnati uh, to check out the professional stadiums. You know, mm-hmm. the baseball stadium, the football stadium, Brett Bryant Stadium, and then the I think it's the Ohio Rivers right there. And that's the border between uh, Ohio and Kentucky. And we're like, dude, let's go to Kentucky, you know? <laughs> it's, uh, I think it was Alexandria, Kentucky. So we drove over there, and oh, let's get some fuel. And uh, at the gas station, bro, people were looking at us like we escaped from the zoo or something. <laughs> like, they were just staring like, like. And they said, hey, how's it going? And they were more shocked, like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> like, like they were surprised you spoke? Like in, the, like, in the, like, like in the movie uh, Planet of the Apes, <laughs> where he reaches his ear and he goes, Get your filthy hands off me. Yeah, 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 all right. And then, uh, so, and then uh, so we drove into Alexandria, and then we stopped at a Walgreens to get, like, snacks, because, you know, it was a uh, like, three-hour drive back to Indianapolis, something like that. And then, uh, so we're walking on Walgreens, and every uh, glowing person I would talk to, like, Hey, how's it going? How's the weather? And they were just like, like shock, bro. Like double take. Like what? What did you say? You know? <laughs> right. And after a while, like you know what? Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. It's just crazy. Like yeah. it's just weird, you know. So yes, don't go to the south. <laughs> they would have been more comfortable if you barked at them, right? Or, like, or right. spoke to them in Spanish, you know. Oh yeah. So they could tell you some shit, you know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, they like you say. First, they like they're looking at you. They say, Hey, how's it going? Then all of a sudden, they're worse. Like what? What? 
But yes, I could, so I could imagine just because from that experience, how crazy the South is or, or how divided in some parts. Yeah. Or, man, but so, so it was a, it was a cool little road trip, man. Oh, uh, man. So, um, yeah, so I was shocked by that, man. And, and, and I, I hope there isn't one. If there was one, I would understand. I would understand. People would protest it like this is well, it's fucking reality. You know, the the, the the reality is there is fucking racism. There's racist people. There's people that are out there that live out in the boonies who have never seen, like you said, they never seen a, a guy like you over there. You know, imagine if you're out Speaking in the boonies. You know, exactly out in the boonies. You know, I like your pretty mouth. You're like motherfucker, <laughs> you expect them to be racist because that's that's all they fucking know. So racism exists, and people gotta fucking accept it. And they come up with the book that says, don't come here at fucking midnight. Don't get mad because it's the fucking truth. And don't yeah. go right there at midnight, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of this is, is, is people want life to be the way it should be, not the way it is. Yes. You know, except what we got now, but let's hope for better. But yes. understand that this is what we fucking have now. Racism is, is fucking real, you know? I, I, I would rather, you know, and, and this is just fucking me. I would rather be in a room with a bunch of Mexicans drinking beer than uh, a bunch of uh, any race and myself drinking beer because I feel more comfortable around my people. And, 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 and it's fucking normal. And it's, 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 it's fucking uh, normal to feel comfortable around your people. Not because I hate everybody else, but because I feel more comfortable around my people. I know that when someone puts a chord in the jukebox, I'm going to be able to sing along to that song. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Sadly, that's a majority of the population, though. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that it just, just goes with, with just being comfortable around uh, yes. familiar surroundings. You yes. know what I mean? And, and, you know, speaking of familiar surroundings, bro, like my, my son, uh, he grew up where I live at over there, North Ontario, right? Yeah. And then uh, it's, it's all races. They're probably like 30, 40, blonde, 30, 40, Hispanic, and the rest, everything else, you know? Yeah. But every, every class, every sports team he's been in is all races, right? So I took him to a speed camp in East LA once, mm-hmm. and he crumbled into a little ball, man. He, he was like, I don't want to be here, Dad. I don't want to yeah. be here. Yeah. And he just like dude rolled up into a ball like he was in shock and he was around all Hispanics and he was darker than most of them you know yeah yeah <laughs> but uh, they told me it was you, culture you shock you didn't put him in front of a mirror look motherfucker <laughs> 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 dude so I, I I mean I didn't let him off the hook because I'm an asshole and I no, no no you know what you 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 did you did the right thing I think you did the right thing you know especially if it's sports yes you don't you don't quit at that. Yes. And, and two, you don't quit because you're shocked about everybody else. Plus, you're also Mexican. Exactly. <laughs> there's, there's, there's like three negatives right there, like three reasons <laughs> to keep on going. You're not an asshole this time, Frankie. Yes. <laughs> maybe, so, you, maybe you did it. You thought you were an asshole when you were doing it, but you're not, right? Yeah. Be, uh, well, you know, uh, one of my cousins, uh, he, he dealt with a, he's a teacher. Uh-huh. And he told me that it was, it was culture shock and I should not just, I should have pushed him. But I stayed there harassing him until he got up and started doing drills, and he got comfortable, mm-hmm. and he finished out the day. But he, it took me like 45 minutes to get him out. He was rolled up into a little ball, bro, next to the seat on the floor, you know? Like, I don't want to be here, Dad. I don't want to be here, Dan. And like, dude, you're darker than most of these kids, you know? Yeah. Like, but, you know, it's just culture shock because, like, what he's used to, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it goes, it goes both ways. That's, that should trip me out, though. Have you ever asked him, hey, uh, what race are you? Uh, no, but you know what? Uh, my my daughter, she she talks a lot about races because she hangs out with my wife and her sister and cousins. So my daughter, she sees that a lot of times first, which kind of annoys me, you know, because uh, my older son, like in the sixth grade, he asked me like, Dad, I hear there's black people out there. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, my friend told me there's black people out there. I'm like, do you have like... Four room in your class, three of them in your fucking basketball team, and two of them in your soccer team. Be like, which ones? I'm like, oh. I had to explain the whole race thing. That's funny because somebody mentioned black people to him and he didn't know the difference because and, I, and, I didn't point it out. And all he knew was black was bad, so he was worried about it. The way they were told him, you know. The way the way they told him, and then when he was all scared of them, <laughs> imagine him going to school. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, hey, black people probably hey, do that. Hey, Jamal, be careful. There's <laughs> black people out here. Hey, in the area like that, that would be fucking I, funny. I, I can see it. Especially, like, uh, it would be like that Dave Chappelle thing, you know? And they, they showed a real live person like that. Uh, a, a southern guy with all proud of the southern flag. Uh-huh. And he was a brother dude. And <laughs> he's like, I grew up around one race. And, you know, uh, he was fucking goofy, man. 
a real life Chappelle fucking character, no? You, you know what? But but then that goes back to your 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 comfortable around your surrounding, and and the way your son was not comfortable around being with Mexicans, he was comfortable about being around the people he normally hangs out with. Yes. You you look at fucking prisons, and then you got the Mexicans, and there's that one Chinese dude, or the one the one white guy. Yes. And they're like, what the fuck? This guy's doing here. He goes, well, this is who I grew up with. This is who I feel comfortable with. Yes. So. You kind of understand that as well, you know. Yeah, easy, man. Yes. So that's you know the 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 racial shit is just it trips me out like 2020 and it's still an issue, you know. But yeah. it's I guess it's all comfort and, and the way you're raised, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, real, real quick, not we could change the subject, but I had a, a an idea for a for a podcast episode, right? Um, we both listen to podcasts. Yes. We, we, we can't keep up with all of them because a lot of them we, that we like listening to. And um, whenever I'm listening to them, like um, I was listening to uh, Ask the Fellas. Yes. I listened to Ask the Fellas and somebody asked a question. They go, hey, if, uh, there's two dudes, you know, so say it's you and I, right? And there's a girl that we're kind of both into and she's kind of paying the same attention to us and she's single. How do we decide who gets the girl, right? Yes. So they went back and forth and... and uh, I forgot who was participating. They were going back and forth, and I'm there. I'm fucking driving or doing something. And I'm like, like no, motherfuckers, motherfucker, you don't forget. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have my own opinions about it, right? But I know it's a podcast, and you know those guys have their own opinions. And I was thinking, I go, you know what would be cool is 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 I'll listen to two podcasts, and and out of those two podcasts, I'll get one subject out of each of those two podcasts, something they talked about. And we jump on there and we give our own opinions about our, what they our, thought because our, I, I've always wanted to be like, no, our, don't our, do that. Our two cents. Our two cents, you know what I mean? That's cool. That's cool. So it, I'll, it, I'll get two podcasts. You, you get another two? Yes. And it'll be cool because uh, a lot of times, uh, I, you know, we listen to a podcast and we see it as taboo or like, we're like, fuck that. We can't touch their subjects because it's theirs. But that'd be cool to throw two cents because not everybody's opinions are the same on, yeah, on every subject. Yeah, exactly. And we just and we just mention them to to give exactly. props for we'll, having it. We'll too. let them know. We were listening to Ask the Fellas and they talked about this, so they know it's not our home. But this is our opinions on, on those because yes. you know you always like no, I don't know, or you don't agree with it, or yes. you do agree with it, but you had a whole different angle. I've been uh, messaging big ass paragraphs to people. Big ass paragraphs. Writing uh, fucking long letters and shit. Yeah, man, get involved. Like fuck, man, I gotta. Hey, I almost wanna, I'm fucking wanna yell at the speaker, you know, like. <laughs> Frank, you putting pen to paper again? <laughs> so, so uh, uh, right now, before we take off, dude, well, you go, I'll take two, you take two. Yes. And uh, then uh, maybe next week we'll probably do that. Okay, that's cool, All right. man. All right, cool, go for it. Hey, man, uh, uh, also, I always read a little bit into business, and fucking Pizza Hut's closing 300 locations. So, you know, under, they call them underperforming. But uh, it tripped me out because I, I would assume in a pandemic where people are forced to stay home, takeout is bread and butter right now, you know? Yeah. Like, what the hell? And what do you think, man? Like, the hood is not buying Pizza Hut or what? You, you know what? I, I always think the worst. I always think the worst. And this, this is, this is, this is my, my first response. My first angle would be, right now, if a business decides to file for bankruptcy or, or, or just close down, no one's gonna fucking question them. The government's gonna be like, no problem, we can file for chapter 11, whatever it is, they'll get all the benefits or all the tax breaks that they need. No, one would, no one would better an eye or nothing. Exactly. So mm. so they're like, all right, we got the stores been wanting to close for a while and <laughs> because they're bad areas, we're not making, whatever it is, let's take this opportunity to close this down where no one's gonna pay attention to us. We're just, you know, we can get away with it. That's the first thing that comes to mind, you know, because I don't trust a fucking person. I don't trust anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. The second, I said this, you know, the second thing I would think about would be um, you would go to those places when you didn't want to go out and eat. Yes. So we'd be like, all right, let's, let's, what do we need? Are we going out? All right, let's fucking go to Chili's. Let's get sit down, have some beer, sit there. Or we stay home and, and order this. Now everybody's to go. Not everybody, but most people are to go. So now they're competing with everybody on the to-go orders. So, you know, pizza was a thing of the past. Pizza was always available. Yes. So why are you going to eat it now when everything else is available? So I think their competition went through the fucking roof. Even though you would expect them to do better, but no, it went through the roof. Since we've had this pandemic, we've had more food from other places than pizza. Pizza has not been a big big yes. thing. I think we have pizza whenever it's a, uh, hey, 
families coming over, fucking you know, Lavrava, let's get this fucking pizza going. Exactly, but now you could, you could, they made it so accessible to order food from anywhere, Grubhub and all this. Before it was just a pizza delivery man. Yes. Now that this happened, Grubhub and those other fucking uh, Uber Eats, they made it so easy to order from anywhere else, and you could order fucking full meals. You can order. Uh, um, the boiling crab and you have fucking crab legs delivered to your house and butter sauce and you know what I mean <laughs> Fuck you, I heard you could have drinks like mixed drinks margaritas delivered to your house too uh, from certain certain places that's fucking cool man so I think their competition went through the roof they didn't they couldn't well, they couldn't keep up with the competition I think that's what it is well corporate big corporations do not uh, they don't pivot fast you know and I'm telling you that because of my my employer, big ass fucking co- Fortune 500 company. Anytime we have either the competition or smaller companies offering a way more detailed uh, work than us, uh-huh. uh, I t- I talked to my manager like, hey, what the hell? He goes, he goes, we're not gonna change for them. He goes, like, we're the big boys, you know. And we never we it takes people to put a dent in our volume. For UPS to take a look, you know, for my employer to take a look and make little changes, but they never pivot on uh, on, on little things like that let, on, let on the me, dime, you know. Let me ask you this: um, th- That's such a big company that if they were to pivot every time they saw some kind of competition or flinch, yes, they would be just fucking dodging, bobbing, and weaving the whole time. They gotta stand their ground until something really happens. So you, when you're that big, everybody's your competition. It's you like know? a big ass train, you know. You don't you don't pave it on a street. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, throw a U-turn real quick. You yeah. know. So so I, I I would say that that makes sense. Sometimes you gotta wait for them to really impact you before you can make changes. You know. Yes. And you know I, we don't see the numbers. We don't see how the numbers are impacting them. So we think, oh fuck, it's a Amazon's a really big fucking competitor. It's a big change. On their end, they're like, we're still making the same amount. Our revenue stream hasn't dropped. So what you see and what they see might be different, you know? Yes. So they're not going to pivot until money starts to drop and you start seeing some changes. Then they'll start making some changes. Because if they do it every time, then they'll be changing who they are fucking, you know? On a fucking monthly basis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so I think because of that, uh, for me, my opinion is uh, the mom and pop places are kicking their ass, you know? Because uh, I have uh, two pizzerias like you know equal distance east and west from me and they're fucking badass man and they're on it and and they're not corporate at all and i don't even think about buying any of those fast food stuff the only time i buy like little caesars like you said when i have a, a house full of like 20 20 people with kids you know yeah. then i go buy like five seven little caesars pizzas you know and i'm on those way you know yeah they're like hey <laughs> the nephews are coming over which ones Hey, what did we get them for Christmas? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those Little Caesars. What did they get us? <laughs> <laughs> they get us for Christmas, right? Yeah. And, the, and that is going to be the journal. <laughs> In the oven, you know? <laughs> you know what? Nothing bad about Little Caesars. It's gotten us out of pinches, dude. Yes. You know, like uh, you're having a, a little gathering, you know, and you make something small and not a lot of people, and then people show up. Go get ten little Caesar's pizzas. And, Fuck yeah, on the and, fly. And, and, and yeah, and, and you're you're good to go, dude. Yes. You're, and no one complains, you know. No yes. one fucking complains. Yeah. So it just all it is, like you said, the little pizzeria places, like shit, you know, like you just when just when you pull off the slice, you already know. Fuck that. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go out and you're gonna order to bring home, why would you go with Pizza Hut when you got Angelo's? Um, what's another one up the street off a of foothill? Victoria's. Uh, Victoria's. Oh, oh yeah, that's, uh, right. that's on, uh, on Alhambra. Closer to Alhambra, yes. In Alhambra, uh, the, the one over there, um, Donatello's. I don't know. <laughs> that's, a ninja, that's a Ninja Turtle. But you know what I'm talking about. Master Splinter. The, yeah. The places where they got the cheese and the crust, and yes. they got the, 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 where you take the slice. The whole nine, bro. And if you leave, you leave cheese behind, you go back and you get it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, that's that's my quadrant there. And you, fucking, <laughs> and you take out. Yes. You don't leave nothing behind, you know? <laughs> Those places, you know, I'll pay an extra $5 for that than I would for, for, um, for pizza. You know? For something Even cool. though I like pizza. I like pizza. But I would prefer the real legit shit. Yes. Yeah. The, the, the real stuff. And then the know? legit shit, you could rewarm it and it's still the same. Yeah. Pizza li- turned into cardboard and butter. Oh yeah, <laughs> the, in the the legit places, usually they're uh, mom and pop, 
you walk in there, you're like, hello, and you know, and, uh, or whatever it is they fucking say to you. Yeah. And they're fucking nice, and you know, hey, can I get some extra jalapenos and whatnot? Yeah, no problem, they throw it in there. Pizza, extra jalapenos, a little cup for two bucks. A little fucking cup, man. Yeah. If, if I'm if I'm going to buy as many as I normally eat out of that fresh jalapenos, I'll be like, you know, just give me $30 worth of that. <laughs> One cup is one fucking bite. You know, the way I fucking eat pizza. Yes. <laughs> so they're probably losing on that and, you know, nobody wants to go to them. And then, or when you call, it's one person, you know, hello, pizza, I'm take your order. Okay, hold on. And then you fucking wait. And, All right, who's this? All right. It's, it's, it's a long fucking deal. The, these other places are doing much better. So, yeah, so I think we're seeing the difference, you know. Yeah. Now that everything's slowed down for everybody. We're seeing the little differences between restaurants and fucking fast food, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. It just tripped me out. In pandemic, 300 underperforming, you know? But, like, uh, I never saw that angle, man, what you said, you know? Like, it gives them a reason to fucking close some shit down for anything, you know? I, 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 that's, the, that's the thing I always think about, dude, is, is places take advantages to do things that they wouldn't normally be allowed to do. But right now with all the smoke and mirrors going on, dude, oh, they could pull off a lot of shit really Anything, quick, you know? Yeah. Like, like, like you're saying, that the 10 or 100 most underperforming Pizza Huts, once these start to slow down at my work, it might be the 10 or 100 least performing employees. Yes. You know, they start taking their opportunities to do that, and no one's going to fucking give a fuck, Nobody you know what I mean? Ask. Yeah, yeah, so you got to be sure to a good point. bring the cheese. Bring the <laughs> fucking cheese if you want to hey, stay employed. And uh, speaking about... Uh, a business is taking advantage of you, taking you, uh, telling you take it or leave it, bitch. You know. Yeah. I fucking golf last week. You know, eighty-five dollars to golf a regular golf course, and it was midday, hundred degrees, a hundred plus, and they either like take it or leave it, bro. <laughs> no shit. How many was there? People in line? Or people in front of you? You have to wait for two. Yeah, it's fucking nobody around me, bro. Nobody. Like, yeah, no, it, it just tripped me on, and I was, and you know, fuck, I I I love to golf and. I was I already made my mind going golfing, so I was like, fuck it, I'll take it, you know. Got your room, bro, for 85 bucks for a regular course, you know. Do you think they were trying to fuck you, or were they trying to outprice you so you wouldn't golf? They're like, man, we don't got to fuck, we don't want to deal with anybody today. Do you think they, they were just trying to keep you off the course, or just, um, because okay, this is this is what I see. You, you're behind the counter, dude shows up at 100 degrees, right? And, uh, there's a pandemic going on, and it's 100 degrees. Yes. Fucking humidity at fucking 80, whatever it is. It's fucking humidity is rough. And you still want to golf, and you're like, man, this guy really wants to fucking golf. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm going to fucking charge him full fucking holiday fucking midnight special prizes. You Premium, know? you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to charge him. What's the maximum we can charge? I'm going to charge him that because the fucking dude's here. And they took advantage of it. You know? the, another guy I golf with, he goes, all right, let's go golfing. I'm going to have to take it alone now. <laughs> right? Because you're like, also too, like, what the fuck, you know? And they fucking boned us. But, hey, I wanted to I, already, I wanted to try to golf 18 holes because I, I've been golfing nine holes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm not in shape for it because after, like, 12 holes, bro, I wanted to just throw myself on the grass and stay there. <laughs> Under a tree. I, I was so fucking tired after 12 holes, man. But, uh, yeah, so. Is, they, that, is that on a golf cart? On a golf cart, it, it was that hot, it was just that tiring, you know? Yeah. On a regular golf course, you have to use your driver, your woods, your long irons. On those little short ones I did the, like, the previous two weeks, it's just uh, irons all cruising, kicking back, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it just tripped me out, man. I got a fucking bone for 85 bucks to golf, you know? Ni modo, but I wanted to. It's one of those, you like, want the pepper, cabron? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tenga, pinche chilorio, you know? <laughs> They got me good, bro. Damn. A lot of businesses are fucking are taking this time to, to to fucking do that or to do whatever the fuck they want to do whatever whatever it is they because who's gonna tell them different right now? You know where the fuck else are you gonna go? Yes. You know, but once everything goes back to normal, don't forget, all right, Frankie. Don't forget, go back there and uh, you know, you like, leave the water running in the restroom when you go when you go wash your <laughs> when you go wash your hands, or, you know. When you, when you fucking hit that piece of grass and it comes off, don't fucking spray that seeds on there, right? Uh, you know? Or don't go replace the toupee, you know? Yeah, yeah. I hit a few of those and Sunday, that's how tired I was. Where you, you cut off a big chunk of grass and it flies. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, magic and, carpet? Yes, and like a, you know, like a, like a true nerdy guy, I went and chased it down and put it back on there and stomped on it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? 
Hey, it's called golf etiquette, bro. I don't know. I but, agree, uh, <laughs> it, it needs to be done. What does the little bottles, the little fucking those seeds? Yeah, uh, seeds and uh, and and dirt, I guess. But uh, you're supposed to just cover the hole, and with the regular sprinklers, it's supposed to grow back out again. You know. All right. But <laughs> fucking dudes, man, they fucking got me good, bro. Chingado. Oh man, you know what? They they saw you coming, huh? They did, man. They're, they're like. He already got his golf carts off the car, and it walked all the way. And that was away. a mission, bro. Fuck. Yeah. They're like, well, we're going to get this dude. I knew I was in trouble right there, bro, because uh, the parking lot was full. I don't even know. I didn't see that many people there. And I'm walking out cool with my bag, and my bag's fucking heavy. And then halfway into the parking lot, I'm like, fuck, <laughs> it's fucking far, you know? That's where I knew, like, okay, I'm not a full strength, not even close, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, yeah, but hey, I wanted to go off, because I'm going to get way, you know? Yeah. Where was, um, where was everybody at? You said the parking lot was full. Mm, I don't know. Like, uh, and it wasn't like, uh, when I got the nine hole courses, they're crowded, insanely crowded, to where you gotta wait on a hole, and there's one or two groups ahead of you hitting, and you wait for them. And this one, there's nobody ahead of us. Like, like I kept driving around, like, where the fuck is everybody? Why is it packed over there with cars, you know? Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're having a meeting in there or something. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, the fucking the, lodge, you know? The elk, the elk lodge. <laughs> The Bifsters. The Bifsters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crazy. Hey, man, um, I heard yesterday fucking Spotify. Uh, let, let's just title this shit. We're going to title this, You Had One Fucking Job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, who's in charge of that shit? And today, you have no job. <laughs> <laughs> or or worse, the, the, somebody beneath you got fired for that shit, you know? Yeah. The fog guy, they, what they usually call him. Fucking Spotify at 5 a.m. Pacific, they had a, their music was cutting off, and there was just one certification they forgot to renew, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every two years, bro, you know? <laughs> like, whose fucking job is that? A company that big, you know? You know what? Um, you ever have a, a cable TV or satellite, and uh, they notify you, hey, uh, Channel 2's going to go off because we still have a, a dispute with uh, Time Warner and Channel 2, there's a contract dispute, so your Channel 2 might go off. Or your satellite, your bills do, you know, yes. it notifies you. I don't understand why a company this big will allow something like that to happen, you know, yes. especially because if they cut you off for a few hours, that's revenue that's not being collected. Revenue, what, what, who, who would fucking do that? So it, it gets you back to maybe it was planned. Maybe, you know, in a month from now, Spotify might be for sale. It always points me in a different direction because that just doesn't make shit like that should not happen. Yeah. It should not happen. There, you know. Um, we forgot to turn on the lights, kind of shit. <laughs> there's, there's, there's always a backup to the backup, and there's always somebody watching. Especially if it's a license. Fucking, uh, um, I have a Norton antivirus. I renewed it for two years. And I had a year and a half, and it's asking me, do you want to renew for another two years? I'm like, fuck, <laughs> man. I just got it, you know? Well, and, and yeah, answers, a, a year and a half advance notice. It's, you know, it's asking me. I go, no, I'm good, man. I'm going to write this year and a half out, and I'll let you know two weeks before I need yeah. it. You know, so if, if they're telling me to do that on my fucking antivirus, <laughs> on this fucking license with the, the FCC. Yeah, the, the TLS certification, no? Yeah, something like that. There should be some kind of notification. You know, hey, man, you know, we might want to pay the light bill because, you know, you guys are going to be going out. That that just doesn't seem right. It seems like there's always... I was, I was fucking laughing at that. I mean, in big corporations, especially during sales, takeovers and all that, shit like that happens. Mm-hmm. But there's no proof of that. It just, to me, I was laughing because, like, whose fucking job was that? Or, like you said, whose job was that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what was that? Um, fuck, this is, this is years ago where... They would plan, po- uh, no, 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 this wasn't power outages. They would, was it power outages? It was that, that Texas company that went under. They would plan power outages. In California. To, to test um, transformers or something, right? And they would plan it during the year, during peak hours, so the price of electricity would go up, right? Yes. You know, and then, then people, the price would go up and they would sell, then when they, you know, they would drop, they would buy again. And, and you know, they, they, were, they were manipulating the market, right, yes. by, by doing all this. You know, it makes you wonder, is, is Spotify for sale? Did they do this to look like fucking idiots so their stock price would drop? You know, it... it, it you, yeah, because you, they're yeah. hot right now. Yeah, and, and once again, this is news that's fucking way out of our pay range. We, <laughs> talk, we talked about, dude. Damn it. The only thing this fucking news... This news doesn't do fucking shit for us. 
<laughs> it doesn't do fucking shit for us because it doesn't matter. We're not going to do anything about it. We're still going to keep on listening. It, it, it doesn't do nothing for us. We, we, you know, it's fucking stupid news if it's not fake. Well, to me, I saw the, the funny side. Like, uh, who uh, who forgot to pay the bill? Or you the, the one uh, you had one job, fuckers? <laughs> yeah, the, the one guy that's spending like uh, 10 years in minimum security prison <laughs> up, up in Fresno, you know? Yeah. Uh, the 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 Texas company was Enron. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, and they started a chain reaction of companies that just fucking started going under. That was the 9/11 recession, you know. Yeah. When a bunch of companies just started going under, they had inflated stocks and all this shit, you know. But uh, Adelphi was one of them that was doing that. They yes. were overinflating and. Yeah. yeah, I was uh, I was arguing with people about that because uh, in a lot of areas of California, they started having blackouts, and uh, as usual, you know the. The funny red hatters, they're fucking uh, talking shit. Oh, well, you guys have a, a democratic governor and all this. And, and so me, uh, I, was, I was texting people like, hey, it's funny that the last time we had rolling blackouts was when uh, the Republicans were in the White House during the uh, George W. Bush administration. And, oh, you know, we're going back and forth. Like, it's a, that's a state issue. And like, no, man, it's it's a energy company issue, which is stockholders, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're just going back and forth. But I, I was ranking on the... On the whoever's on the White House, you know. Oh yeah. Crazy man. So it never ends, but fucking Enron, they fucking punked a lot of people. It's yeah. nuts, man. Um, the other thing I was fucking reading about fucking got on my nerves, bro. And uh, it it also it also has to do with uh, another issue we had um, during the Clinton administration mm-hmm. when they signed that crime bill and uh, I forgot what they were called. They're they're going after supposedly like like the the super criminals or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, ju- uh, it's, it's something similar to me that um, the, the Secret Service, they're paying for a, a service from Babel Street. And the, the service they, they own is called Locate X Service, which means they got access to people's uh, da- they, uh, internet, data, cell phones, texting, all that crap, right? Mm-hmm. And by having that service, they bypass warrants which uh, you need a warrant to get information from a cell phone company mm-hmm. on anybody. They have to get a warrant and go to the cell phone company and go, hey, uh, we need to look up these records. Yeah. By having this, this fucking uh, service, they bypass that shit or they're ahead of, a step ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. But the what thing that bothered me the most, the, this service is mostly being used by uh, immigration, border patrol, and U.S. Customs, which uh, for me, it looks like they're fucking... Another different way to chase people with tans, you know? And, uh... In, in which way? Well, because people, Because... Because... Okay, to, to get that much... To, to get... Okay, to do what they're doing, they, they really fucking took a sophisticated route. Okay? Yes. If they're after... If, if they're after... Mexicans who are here illegally, who are working and whatnot, you don't go after them that way. Because uh, that is that's like that's like buying a gigantic fucking cannon to shoot a fly. It doesn't. It does not make sense. It's like that, a two million dollar package. It's like it just seems way way, way too much. Because you want to get freaking Mexicans, they're all over the freaking place. You know what I mean? They're that's not. What I'm they're not hard to find. Uh, um, dude, go to a construction job site, surround the place. Half of them are illegally there. Yes. And you know they are the the, the guys who who just got here and they don't even got construction boots. They still they still got like those dancing shoes. You know what I mean? Like penny loafers and shit. Or prom shoes and shit. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's that's where they're at. We don't need this sophisticated equipment. Well, if for me, it just trips me out, man. You know. Yeah. If they're if they're spending all that money and if they're after brown people, they're after the brown people who have a lot of money who are doing some crazy Poyeros shit. Poyeros and all that shit. Uh, even above that level, because you know, Poyeros, yeah, I think even above that level were maybe drugs and whatnot. But yes. then when it comes to to drugs and everything else, it it it, uh, it that right there it impacts so many different races. Yes. Well, I, I, that just seems like a lot. For well, for me, it, it just uh. I'm judging it by what I see, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, what I see is fucking ICE raids and and all these fucking agencies on, at the border fucking chasing people down or, you know, subhuman conditions. Yeah. And uh, and I'm relating this to the crime bill 
because uh, again, uh, we don't have no statistics on that. Uh, and uh, the crime bill, all I saw was people from the inner city getting jailed uh, for, for petty shit, you know? And not supposed to catch like gang leaders, drug leaders and all that, mm-hmm. but they, they used it to incarcerate a shitload of people, you know? And there's no t- statistics to say that it was used across the same, you know? Mm-hmm. Across all races and stuff. All I go is by what I see, you know? Yeah. Like if they would present statistics saying like, you know, like we're going after criminals of all colors and races and creeds, whatever, it, it wouldn't be, it, it's good, you know, it's good for them to use technology to catch like criminal criminals, but mm-hmm. and I don't think an immigrant's a criminal, you know, and, and I'm just, uh, I'm always concerned that they're aiming shit at just one race, you know, us or, or inner city types, you know. Well, let, let me ask you this. You, um, you're in East LA, right? And you come up with a law like this. Okay, all right, let's let's go after all the drug dealers. And they're like, okay, we got 10 drug dealers. What race are they? They're all Mexican. They're like, well, fuck, we, we can't do that. We got to make sure it's all even. <laughs> let's go find some white drug dealers. Well, sir, we're in fucking East LA. Where do we find white drug dealers for? We're like, I don't know. Well, should we re- release these? Well, it's going to look bad, though. Well, how, when are you going to be right? If, if you go to Beverly Hills, all right, we're, we're here after people who are embezzling. All right, we got 10 Jewish Jews. Hey, that's not going to look right. They start looking for, sir, the, the only people we got here are, you know, the, the, you know, it depends where you're at. That's a great point. But that's why without them uh, providing uh, racial statistics, mm-hmm. You go by what you see, and that's what you see, you know. Yeah. And uh, and because you, uh, it's where you're at. It's where you're at. Is uh, yeah. By you're judging it by your surroundings, and what you're seeing. But uh, they again, they don't. Whenever they they they, they show uh, a lot of these fucking uh, this technology and what it does, they never say, okay, we arrested all these people from all these different areas and all these races. Mm-hmm. They just they you know you see immigrants, you see inner city Hispanics and brothers and all that getting arrested mm-hmm. but you don't see statistics like where are they using it they should be using it across the board you know yeah. like the, the the crime bill they never showed them going after the KKK you know and the crime bill was a use a a bunch of uh, uh, other technology to track down big time uh, convict I mean big time uh, criminals but they only showed again uh, brothers Hispanics or inner city types mm-hmm. getting arrested you know like there's no statistics saying, okay, we got a few KKK guys, a few terrorist types. No, it just showed uh, a lot of, uh, it fucking multiplied uh, or made the, the number of incarcerated brothers and Hispanics explode in the jails, you know, like. I, I think that has a lot to do with where we're at. We're, yes. we're in California, and a, and a good example would be, I remember being five, six years old, you know, playing out on the street. And I remember, I saw a black guy walk by, and I was like, holy shit, man, what? what this guy lost? East L.A. had how many black guys back in the 80s, Frankie? Uh, to you, me, I think it's like five uh, black families that you kind of play sports and yes. Yeah, you play sports. So you kind of, you can, you know what I mean? So you guys must have been winning. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, but when I was like five, six years old, I remember being like, damn, there's, there's like, in my classroom, there was like one, and that was fucking like, wow, this is. Hey, the East L.A. brothers are only good at. Soccer and baseball food. Right. Hey, hey, brother. Oh, man. Don't pick, don't pick brother again. He's an imposter. You remember that movie Soul Man? Yeah, yeah. When the, the dudes are fighting for him for basketball and he fucking sucked? Yeah. Damn, man. All right, go on. Sorry, sir. I hope I didn't forget what I was talking about. So, so, um, so it's where we're at, right? And, and um, so the numbers are going to be higher. Um, the, the, the Minnesota Twins. The um, cultura. Yes. When they're, when they're telling their stories and, and you're listening to them, they when they talk about it, it sounds like there was a lot of black people there. You know, there's a lot of black people there. So their stories are a little bit different than ours. You know. Yes. We never had uh, issues with fighting black guys or nothing in our area because it was a majority. No. I mean, not majority. I mean, fucking everybody was Mexican. You know, you had like one or two like 
white people that didn't move out, you know what I mean? You know, fucking Clint Eastwoods. Or, or, or Mexican blonde people. Yeah, yeah. But over there, it was, it was different. So let's say this applies to Minnesota. Then the numbers might be different because, you know, the, 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 yeah. there's a lot more races. There's the, the races are more balanced out there. So maybe it looks bad because of where we're at. Like you're saying, well, it's what I see. Well, it's because it's what you see because of what you're looking at and where you're looking at it, you know? So Well, that's just not having access to statistics that they hold, you know? Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if they will put out statistics, like, we're taking care of business across the board, yeah. it wouldn't be an issue, but if, if all you see is certain things, I mean, that's what thing, you're going to think that's the norm, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so that, that's my take on that. And I just, okay. I think, to me, it's kind of shady. But again, I hope they just after the criminals and not just one race, one color, or whatever, you know? Let, let me ask you this. What if they came up with a law that allows you to check people's, let's say, bank records, um, stuff that only applies to um, laws that corporations break, you know what I mean? You know, find out what they were doing in the stock market, when did you sell? Laws that allow you to focus in on the changes they were making, right? And those laws, they're like, hey, man, um, you're only catching the, the whites and the Jews with these laws, man. It doesn't apply because uh, go catch some Mexicans. Like, well, Mexicans don't fucking do this. Mexicans don't fucking uh, 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 create a, um, a fraud, you know, like a Martha Stewart did, right? They don't, you know, they don't do that. So how can, how can we not apply these laws? How can we apply a lot to Mexicans that don't fucking do this, you know? So I, th I think, you, you know, there's a lot of ways to look at it, you know? Yes, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I, I don't think they would ever come up with a law like that because uh, a lot of those big corporations are big uh, uh, political party supporters. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, we're going to take away your, your fucking bankroll, you know? Like, like I said... I don't like fucking hearing that because we can't do shit about it. Right now we're discussing it and you know I'm talking about it, uh, you know, giving my opinion. But what you just said right now, contributing to big corporations, dude. At, at the end of the day, there's just so much shit that we have no control over, that we don't know anything about. That you know that sometimes fucking ignorance is bliss, man. I'd rather be ignorant to a lot of this fucking no shit. No need to so, stress out over that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know the the news fucking tells you. I'm like, oh man, I. I don't own a yacht. I don't want to know <laughs> about yacht sales. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I can skip all this shit, the, you the know. The price of cleaner fuel <laughs> <laughs> right? for the boats, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so sometimes you'd rather not know because, you know, you only know what they're fucking telling you and the fucking people telling you are fucking in on it too, I would yeah. say, you know. It wasted energy, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? We might get to a fucking level, maybe an income level or... Or a connection to, they would be like, hey, man, they've been lying to you all along. Here's the real newspaper. Or, you know what I mean? This is what you need to know. All that is all bullshit. Dude, like, like, just, you... just to keep all the masses, to keep them calm and to fucking keep them from, from going crazy. <laughs> because sometimes you you got to lie to people to keep yes. them from, from going nuts. Yeah, we're the government's kids. And and like like you protect your kids by not telling them too much shit, you know? Yeah. They do the same shit to us, and and I'm glad they do. <laughs> Sometimes you you gotta have that, and I'll yes. and I'll, I'll give you an example is uh, when the pandemic was happening, and there was a rise on uh, fucking infections. Yes. They're like fuck, we're running out of hospital beds, and everybody was like, holy shit! So everybody was calm. Everybody, all right, we gotta fucking take it easy, right? And then when they started making changes, and those numbers started dropping. They never announced that because people see those numbers dropping. They're like, all right, it's going away. We're good. Let's go out and fucking party. Let's go out and do stuff. <laughs> they had to hide that information from us yes. or else people are going to go out and party. Then the first minute there was signs of, of things improving. And like, okay, we're going to open up restaurants um, in these areas here, right? Everybody took that as... Everything's cool. <laughs> everything's good. Let's go out and party. Like, hey, mom, I'm going to go play outside in the street. Okay, go ahead. You go out there and your buddy goes, hey, man, we're playing two blocks away with the, the kids next door. Well, it, it is a street. I told her I was going to be on the street. Oh, I'll go fucking play over there. You know, te dan la mano y le agarras la pata. So you take it even further. So sometimes the government's got to fucking lie to us. <laughs> okay. And, you know, it, it, fucking, it, it, it sounds dumb like we're fucking kids, but we're fucking, fucking kids to a certain extent. We're, As a general population, we are. Yeah. And so, so you have to take it, man, All for right. the best. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree, man. Hey, um, shout out to uh, Pura Cultura for the 
the okay, hats the, and the stickers got, and the yeah got the package in the mail thanks guys thanks man it fucking looks fucking good i went on i went on a cruise with my with my t-shirt bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what though yeah, yeah, it's fucking Frankie has the t-shirt all discoed out. He got the sleeves all rolled up and shit like he's uh like in the disco days back uh, in the days. I need a pack of cigarettes to roll it up right there, boy, and uh and some some hair on my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, that's uh, another episode of uh, No Follow, No Problem. Frankie, any shout outs, anything you want to say? The just the other podcasters, man, keep hustling, man, and and keep at it, man. You know, this is uh I think everybody's on a good roll, man, and uh Dude, uh, I, I love to see that man. I love to see everybody kicking ass, you know. You, you know what, uh, um, uh, Edgar? He's fucking a great supporter. He came up with some designs and shirts, man. That, Sick, that, huh? Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, that, that was that was that was fucking cool, man. Really, really like that. And I like how everybody's. Oh, well, I can't say everybody. I like how mostly everybody's fucking cool with each other, you know. Yes, yeah. I'm. I'm gonna send a, a visa, an order for a t-shirt. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're gonna order all our own T-shirts from him, <laughs> dude. It is bad as shirt, man. So, right, right, Dad, so damn, man. You got some game over there. <laughs> That's cool, man. So hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Um. Uh, real quick. Uh, the ranching with Ramos. Yes. I, I listened to a couple of his episodes. I like him. He's That's got cool. some, he's got some good stories, and like he said, very relatable. So you got a ranching with Ramos. You guys give him a try. Good dude, good 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 stories, and not only that, it's just him by himself, you know. In a lot of these, it's yes. just, just him, and he carries it very well for it just being him by himself. That's fucking badass. So man. good job, bro. Good job. So um, we're out, and don't forget to spay and neuter the lazy. <laughs> we're out. Peace. <laughs>